0: And so he's working behind the bar and he's making drinks and he's like, I'm doing great. I'm doing great as a business. One of his investor partners comes in and is like, Ian, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm behind the bar making drinks. It's busy. He goes, yeah, but... Behind the bar, you're not gonna grow the business. You need to get out from behind the bar. So then what Ian realized, and this is what you need to realize as a mortgage broker, is that you can get stuck in a part of your business and not be able to grow. And I see people that get stuck at 10 million or 20 million a year, and they do it year after year after year. They're basically stuck behind the bar and they don't realize that in order for them to grow, they've gotta replace themselves in that role and then move on to the next. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host, Scott Peckford, on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Hey, Broker Nation. Scott Peckford here. Today, I'm continuing on my 10 Loans a Month series. This is a tactical podcast we produce every week. I'm your host, Scott Peckford, and today I'm going to be talking about what I call the Replace Myself Method. This is something that I picked up from a friend of mine, one of my clients, actually, and I've been applying this religiously to my business and it's been awesome. And so I'm gonna share with you these five steps for you to think about if you wanna replace yourself in any of the roles that you have in your mortgage business. Before we jump into that though, I wanna give a shout out to our title sponsor Finmo. So Finmo is a Canadian mortgage application, document collection and submission platform. Very easy to use. The brokers that I know that are on it are like, Scott, this is super simple. Clients like it, the interface is easy for clients. It's got smart docs, so it knows what you need based on how you fill it out. And then it's also connected to Lender Spotlight, so you can search all the lender guidelines and rates. It's a very powerful tool. Check out FIMO.ca. So let's jump into this session today where I'm talking about the Replace Myself Method. So where did the idea come from? So if you listen to one of my podcast episodes where I interview a guy named Ian Lee, you can go back and check their own the B. And so Ian is a loan officer who, in his first six months, he did five mortgages, and they did 65 in his next six months. And the guy is wicked smart. But anyway, before he was a loan officer, he's done in Colorado Springs, he owns a company called Lee Spirits, and it's a prohibition era. They make gin. And so this is one of the many businesses that he's been involved in. So he gets his business and he's got a business partner. And so one of the things he discovers when he starts his business is that he's allowed to open a tasting room or a speakeasy, as they call it back in the 20s, when, you know, it was like a a pub that was underground that nobody knew about. And so he set up this speakeasy in his town and getting lots of interest. This was back pre-COVID, of course, but lots of people showing up. And so he's like, this is amazing. And so he's working behind the bar and he's making drinks. And he's like, I'm doing great. I'm doing great as a business. One of his investor partners comes in. is like, Ian, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm behind the bar making drinks. It's busy. He goes, yeah, but behind the bar, you're not going to grow the business. You need to get out from behind the bar. So then what Ian realized, and this is what you need to realize as a mortgage broker, is that you can get stuck in a part of your business and not be able to grow. And I see people that get stuck at 10 million or 20 million a year, and they do it year after year after year. They're basically stuck behind the bar and they don't realize that in order for them to grow, they've got to replace themselves in that role and then move on to the next. So what Ian did was he said, okay, he still wanted to have a good experience for the people that came in. He defined how the role would look, how they wanted them to respond, created the whole thing around it, found somebody, trained them, replaced himself in that role. Then he moved on and said, okay, so what's the next role I need to do, right? That's the next question. The next role is, okay, I need to figure out what the wholesale distribution looks like, figured out the wholesale distribution, figured out what that role would look like, found somebody, backfill himself. He continued to do this repeatedly, replaced himself until now he still owns his business. He works in it a couple hours a week. So he meets with his team. I think the last time I chatted with him, there's 15 or so employees. They won an award for best gin in their region or whatever, amazing stuff. But he, what he really wanted to be was a loan officer. So he wanted to actually get in the mortgage business. But in order to do that, he had to replace himself from this other business. And so when he told me this story, I was like, Ian, this is absolutely genius. I love the way that you thought about this. And so since then, I have been much more systematic about replacing myself in my business. And I think that I'm going to give you some things to think about for you, wherever you're at in your business, some questions and a sort of a process to go through so that you can start replacing yourself in small ways and then slowly over time be like, hey, and that way you can, Focus on the parts of the business that you love to do, the parts of the business where you can move the needle the most, the best ROI, return on your time, return on your energy. So here's is the basically how I define the replace myself method. There's a couple of ways to do this. So first, what I do is identify the goal of the role. It's like, what is the goal of this role? So whether it's, you know, somebody in your mortgage business that's going to be doing paperwork, taking that from you, you know, a fulfillment person, underwriting, whatever, identify the goal. And I like to think, what are the main three things this person needs to be good at? Like, what are the three priorities? That's kind of the second question. So identify the role. The second thing is you need to find the ideal replacement. So when it comes to finding the ideal replacement, sometimes you may have someone in your team that would be perfect for this. Hey, time for an upgrade, time for them to uh, battlefield promotion, Right, so when I look at replacements, I'm like, is there someone on my team that would be well suited to what I want to replace myself in? Sometimes you can use a contractor. So another option would be to use a contractor, and then a third option would be, do I hire somebody externally to come in and take this on? So step one, what is the goal of the role? Step two, find that ideal replacement. Then step three is train that replacement. Of course, they're going to have to learn how to do it. And so what I like to do is I like to create a first draft process. So I call it a draft process because it's going to always be changing. It's going to be evolving. And so I'm going to do the role myself and basically document how I'm doing it. And then that way, when I bring that person on, I know exactly what I'm going to train them on. It's sort of like restaurants and stuff. you got to have a recipe. If you don't have a recipe, how are they going to know you're in the back of the kitchen? Hey, I want you to make whatever. And they're like, well, how do you want me to make it? Well, the recipe. So what you're doing is creating that initial recipe for them to follow. And then when it comes to training, there's a few different ways that you can train. I've used all of them at different times. So you can use recorded videos. So something like Loom or Zoom, you can do what I call the fly in the wall, which is you ask questions, you know, they basically watch you do it, you do it, and they watch you. And then at the end of each of those, whatever that you're doing, you get them to review, you can role play it depending on the type of again, if it's a sales role or a client interaction, or you can use some sort of a combination. So step one, what is the goal? Step two, find that replacement. Step three, train. And then now you've got to do the handoff. So now the handoff to the replacement comes. And so you got to think about, okay, are they ready to do it? I'm going to tell you a story in a couple of minutes about a couple examples of how I've done this recently. But I'm okay if they're not, they're not going to be as good as you to start. But if they're achieving 80% effectiveness and I'm not doing it, that's a huge improvement because I got 100% of my time back. So that's important to do. You know, once I have a clearly defined process that I know that works, then I'm going to start to train them on doing it. When I feel like they're ready they've demonstrated some competency, I'm going to take some small bets. Okay, can I get them to do a little bit of this and take it over and then slowly take it over completely? So maybe you don't give them all of it, you give them some, you know, so if it's a fulfillment type role, you've got some time, hey, I taught you how to do the document prep, I want you to go do the document prep on these two files for me and then come back and look at it. And the rest of them, you're just going to do yourself until you're ready to hand the rest of it off kind of thing. So first step is to identify the goal. The second is find a replacement. Third is train the replacement. Next is hand off. And then you have to measure. So if you don't measure, then how the heck is it working? I don't know. know. This is where people, they think, oh, great. You know, they hand it off and they walk away and they have no clue. Then their business slowly tanks over time. And so the way I like to measure is I like to do weekly calls with each of my key team members. So kind of like my lieutenants. And we have a spreadsheet, and a dashboard, or watching what their KPIs are, you know, I'm able to see how things are going. I like a weekly rhythm, because a month is too long, unless they've been in the role a long time, and it's really easy, maybe you can do less. But if certainly if it's a new role, weekly is the longest you want to do because if something's off track, you need to fix it quick. You can't wait a month and go, oh my gosh, you totally screwed that up and we've been having nothing of our problems. So I wanna be on top of that. And so I like to do a weekly review with that person. So let me give you an example of how I've done this a couple times recently. So, and the other thing is when it comes to replacing yourself, first, before I even do this, one of the questions I ask myself is, does this even need to be done? Like, what if I did nothing? So first, before you spend all this time replacing yourself, ask yourself, what if I did nothing? Would the world end? Would it be okay? Maybe you don't even need to do it. Okay, maybe you still wanna do it, that's fine. Then the next question you wanna ask yourself is like, okay, can I automate it somehow? Do I even need a person? So before we even get into the person thing, you know, i have already, before I even do this whole method, I'm asking myself, can I automate it? And so one of the ways I did that, so we started a brokerage, i mortgage pros. And we have this thing called Rookie to Rockstar University, where we take rookies and help them find and fund their first 10 mortgages. And uh, when I was initially presenting this, I was doing a weekly live info session every week. You know, more people would show up, new people. I would go through the presentation, explain how it works, answer questions. And so I did this probably eight or nine times And then I realized, okay, I got this kind of dialed in now, I was comfortable with how the whole thing was converting, and then I just recorded it and I put it on auto. So now when people want to find out about how the brokerage works, so that Rookie to Rockstar, they go to that link, they watch a pre-recorded webinar, and then if it makes sense, they book a call with the team. So that was the first way I replaced myself. So sometimes you can use technology. So first is, do I delete it? Okay, do I even need to do it? Okay, if I do, great. Can I use technology? If you can, fantastic, like I did there. The way I've seen other people in the mortgage business, Ryan Wiley, perfect example, he uses a lot of videos. So he can have video that's already recorded, explains how this program works, the first-time buyer program, how the down payment program works. You have a video already recorded, you send it to the client, they're like, oh, okay, great. That's a way to replace yourself to not have to do that work all the time. And so can you use technology? And then if you can't use technology, then go through this method, right? Identify the goal, find the replacement, train replacement handoff and then measure the results so another way that i did this so back to the brokerage again so island b mortgage pros and what i did was i was like okay now that i've got a funnel that's converting booking calls the whole purpose of that was to book phone calls i now had to do the calls got to do these discovery calls get on a phone call find out what their pain points are figure out if they're a fit figure out if we can help them and so i was like okay i can't do this forever because if i stay in this role the business is a not going to grow very fast And B, I'm not going to be able to go work on some other part of the business that I need to work on. And so there was a team member. I looked around. I got a guy on my team. I'm like, hey, I think Devontae could do this. turns out he could. So I did the fly on the wall method. He watched me do about 20 calls. At the end of the calls, I'd ask him questions. Hey, what did you think? So we would do these discovery calls. He'd listen in. He'd take notes. He created the whole template around the whole sequence of how it went. And then about 20 of them done. And it seems like our conversations like he was getting it. Then I was like, okay, look, I'm double booked. Can you do this one for me? Worked out great. The guy, he goes through the whole discovery call, guy joins the company. I'm like, this is fantastic. So after about 20 or so calls of my own, I was able to transition Devante. And now I haven't done a discovery call in months. And Devontae's crushing it. Like he's doing a fantastic job. And so him and I talk every week. I've got a dashboard. I track the number of book calls, the number of attendees, the webinar, number of book calls, number of people. So I can see I'm measuring it. And he's converting at a very high rate, and so I'm quite happy with it. So I've completely eliminated. So then that has allowed freed me up to go work on another part of the business that needs my attention. And so if you guys are sitting here listening, to this going okay, that makes a lot of sense. So in your mortgage business, how this applies is whatever you think you need to do, you probably don't. You could train somebody to do a lot of the parts that you're doing, and then really stick to the more valuable parts of the business where you can add the most value. So I'll give you a quick recap of this. So first question is, do I even need to do this? If it's yes. Continue to the next question. Next question is, can I automate somehow? Okay, can't automate it, needs to be a person. Awesome, all right. Now I'm gonna identify the goal of the role Right, figure out what that is. I'm going to find the ideal replacement. I'm going to train them. I'm going to hand off and then I'm going to measure. And then I'm going to move on to the next most important part of the business. So hopefully you find this useful. I know that for me, I'm obsessed with it. Now I'm literally look at every role. And I'm like, okay, you know, I did the same thing with the sales training calls. And so I'm always looking at now, okay, who's the ideal person to replace me? Not because I want to sit on the beach and sip mojitos, nothing wrong with that, but I like to build things and I like to improve things. And if I'm stuck in one part of the business, I can't move away to go improve the next part of the business. And so this is why I am obsessed with this whole idea of replacing myself. So hopefully you find that useful. If you're listening to this and you're like, hey, Scott, I'd love to replace myself more in my business. We have a 10 Loans a Month Academy. You can go check that out, 10loansamonth.com. We're currently full, but we open that up a few times a year. So if you get on the wait list, we will notify you when we are open again. Hopefully you found this useful. And thanks again for listening. And uh, yeah, go replace yourself. I'd love to hear if you've done this, how it's worked for you in your business.